Hi everyone, Happy New Year, and welcome to my second ever Imperfection Wins podcast. First off, I just have to say a huge thank you to everyone who listened to my first podcast and is still listening and just gave me even the chance to try and capture your attention. The response has been overwhelming. It's been awesome. I've heard from people that I have worked with in the past, from people I went to school with in the past, long lost friends, current friends, and I am just so grateful to have so many people in my life rooting me on. And a lot of you are letting me know that you really connect with some of the things that I'm saying. And I would just be also grateful if you would subscribe, share, rate, and even leave a review in any of the platforms this podcast is available on. And just in case there is anyone listening for the first time that doesn't know me, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Samantha Willing, and I go by Sam. I live in Bellevue, Washington with my husband, two teenage kids, and three dogs. I'm a self-employed executive coach, consultant, and now podcast novice. I've been in human resources for over 20 years, and I've held a variety of roles over the years, but the best one has been being a coach and mentor to others. I have a total passion for helping business leaders make positive transformational changes to their businesses and themselves, and really helping all people just break through their roadblocks and live their best lives. So if you are curious about why I've named my podcast Imperfection Wins and why I even started a podcast, you can find the full story in my first podcast from New Year's Day. But the short version is that this podcast is really just about spreading a message of encouragement, grace, and authenticity with a focus on life, leadership, and service to others. This week, we are going to talk about the importance of saying yes in your life. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you just a short reflection activity to do if you so choose. It it has to do with what your yes might look like this year. And if you end up doing it, I would love to hear from you. So feel free to message me through the Anchor app, through Instagram, through Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Yes, that's right, friends. I went from being totally lame on social media to having a social media game. Well, I don't actually have game in quotes yet, but I'm working on it. So let's dive into today's discussion. So I'm going to start today by sharing part of my work and career journey with you all. And I do want to preface this podcast by saying that it is focused on women saying yes, because that has been my story and my experience. However, I do believe that many, many men can relate to this issue as well. It just may look or be felt a little bit differently. But the truth is this, that we all come to crossroads in our lives where we get to choose to say yes or pass. And sometimes we pass out of insecurity or negative self-talk or making ourselves or our dreams too small. There also may be some helpful nuggets in here 
for all of you current and future people managers that are trying to figure out how to inspire your team and get their best performance. So men, stick with me. You might benefit from this message or be able to help a friend, partner, or spouse struggling with the same thing. Now, I also want to preface this podcast by saying that today there is a big issue that comes up around women and careers that we are not talking about, and that is how hard it is to be a working mom or the guilt that working moms tend to carry with them or how hard it is to be in a place where you have to pretend to be all in even though your heart is somewhere else and your mind is constantly compartmentalized. We can talk about that at some point if you want because I do have a lot to share around my challenges in that space, like how I used to white knuckle at home to my nanny only to find the kids missing me, feeling lonely, and the homework not done, or the time my kids and I came down with lice, and when I was honest about it, my boss literally looked at me like I was an alien. Now, for those of you that have had lice in your house, I know you get this. It is completely all-consuming and a huge deal, and an even bigger deal when you're also trying to be really professional. Yes, we can talk about all of that someday, but today we are talking about embracing opportunity and not undervaluing yourself. I just want to make sure you all know that as empowering as the stories I'll share seem, and they are truly, I'm not saying it's easy or without bumps in the road. Okay, here we go. So for a long time, I compartmentalized my life. I had the career box, the mom box, a female box, you name it, I had a box for it. When I had young kids, I intentionally chose to take a step back in my career to spend more time at home. And the dialogue in my head at that time about my career went a lot like this. I'm a mom and that's enough for me. I know I used to have a great career, but this is my life now and I love it and my career's probably over. So for a few years, that was my mindset. I stayed home with my kids and I actually did love it and felt very grateful to have that opportunity. I filled the time with a lot of different things and I don't regret that time at all. But I will totally admit that I did shut off part of myself during that time. I stopped believing that I could make an impact in the working world. Now, I did find opportunities to make an impact in others' lives through volunteering or growing friendships, helping neighbors, all awesome things. But as far as actually earning an income and growing myself professionally, I became completely stalled. Then the real estate market crashed. Now, that may seem like a random fact, but it actually had a profound impact on my life. See, my husband, Reg, is a builder, so that was obviously a pretty tricky time for us. So I did one of the things I think I do best and jumped into problem-solving mode, and I went and got myself a full-time job right back into the working world. I ended up actually finding work pretty easily, and I was really surprised that it was fairly easy for me to find a great job with a decent salary and awesome benefits. 
So I sort of rode that um, high for a little while. And once I got into my new job, I realized I actually really enjoyed the work. And at that point, my self-talk started to shift a little bit. And I started to say things to myself like, gosh, I think I like to work. But I know my growth is probably limited because being a mom is the most important thing to me. Or I would think things like, well, I was out of the workforce for a few years. So even though I used to be talented, I'm probably obsolete at this point. Or I am so lucky to have this job. I've really got to prove myself. I have to say, I really limited my potential and perhaps even sabotaged my real potential for years by thinking this way. Now, through that first job, I started to realize that not only did I enjoy the work, but I was also pretty good at it. So at that point, as I gained confidence, my internal dialogue shifted and went like this. I like to work and I'm good at it, but I don't do it for the money. I'm just so grateful to have a job at my stage of life. So here's the thing all. Why has it been so hard for years for me to say confidently, I like to work, I am good at it, and I also love being a mom, and I also deserve to get paid fairly for the work I do, and it is within my reality to have career growth and even earn a promotion. See, I was just always struggling with self-doubt. And I finally hit a point where I just decided to make some mental shifts. So a couple years ago, I just made the decision to start saying yes when I felt an opportunity arise or felt the nudge to do something. I just decided I had let fear and a feeling of inadequacy hold me back for too long. And the craziest thing was that once I made the commitment to start saying yes to things, I actually started seeing more opportunities unfold in front of me. Now, at first I was hesitant about saying yes or embracing opportunities that came my way. I made up all sorts of excuses around why I should say no to new jobs or promotions or salary increases. Yep, that's right. I actually would downplay my value when I was offered an increase or a promotion. Isn't that nuts? Does this sound familiar to any of you? I have to say that throughout the years of coaching and recruiting and working on helping people find jobs or kickstart their careers, this internal dialogue is very common and not only for women, but a lot of people. So one of the things that happened in my life to give me the courage to start saying yes was finding a few amazing mentors. Now in one of my upcoming episodes, I do want to tell you about all of my very diverse mentors um, that I feel I love so much and I feel so grateful for every single one of them. They each add something different to my life. But the purpose of this, for the purpose of this discussion, I want to tell you about when I hit the jackpot in the mentor department. My last manager, Laura. 
Laura is just an amazing person in general. She is so full of compassion and empathy for others. And on top of it, she has her PhD. She is brilliant and so talented and has built a completely impressive career for herself. She's currently part of the C-suite at my previous company. Anyway, she just believed in me and encouraged me. She saw my potential and she just kept encouraging me and gently pushing me forward all the while showing empathy and just allowing me really to be myself. Now it took me a little while to grow in confidence and own and really absorb that I was good at my work. Even after I landed an amazing role reporting to her, I still sort of put myself in a box. I believed that promotions were out of the question for me because I was trying to balance work and home and I just didn't believe I could do both well. Would you believe Laura promoted me? Not once, but twice until eventually she asked me to take over managing the HR team. In fact, the last time she promoted me, our conversation was really funny. It went like this. She came to me so excited and said, Sam, I'm so excited. I want you to take over managing the team. And engaging the look on my face, she said, you don't seem excited. To which I said, hmm, let me think about it. It's just never been a position I thought I would be in. It sounds crazy, right? The truth is I was filled with fear and self-doubt. I wasn't sure I could do it, and I wasn't sure I wanted the accountability either. So would you believe that it took me two months to say yes to that job offer? I finally did say yes, and thank goodness I did because it was a completely pivotal period in my career. I found out that I loved managing the team, and I learned so much in the role. And for the first time in my career, I actually felt like it was possible I could work and nurture the other areas of my life. It finally worked because Laura believed in me. She was walking in my shoes as a woman and a working mom. And she also just has a fundamental belief that work and life go together and that you should be able to bring your heart and your mind to work, which meant that I got to be in an environment where I could be myself, which included being a mom. I got to talk about my kids. I got to say it out loud if I had to take off to make a sports game or be honest about juggling a sick child. It taught me that who I work for is the number one most important thing to me. Do they value me for me? Do they respect me? And are they interested in my life as a human being and not just as a worker? Being in that role also validated the kind of work that I didn't really want to be doing. And also what I have felt all along is my passion, coaching and unleashing human potential. So that experience and just the grace and patience and belief in me that Laura showed really gave me the courage to eventually follow my heart and say yes into this new life of adventure and unknowns. 
Now, as a side note for all of you current and future people managers out there, there is no better way to tap into your team's true potential and get their best work than believing in them, encouraging them, and caring about their lives as human beings. At some point, I do want to talk about leadership more and we'll dive into that concept a little bit further, hopefully with Laura as one of my very first special guests. Anyway, it was so hard to leave that amazing opportunity and also the people I worked with. We were completely connected, but ultimately I had to make a choice. Was I going to move towards what I really believe I've been put on this earth to do and take the leap? into being an entrepreneur with no guaranteed outcomes or stay the course, continue to build my HR career and climb the corporate ladder. Don't get me wrong, both were good options. Both were great opportunities, but only one of the options gave me that feeling of energy and excitement that I get when I'm working in my sweet spot. So I said, yes. And now that yes means that I have to believe in myself and my message. It means that I don't get to hide my light anymore or be anonymous. It means that I've got to get out there. I went from wanting to fly below the radar and sort of fade in the background to feeling an actual responsibility to share my truth and share my stories with others even though I actually still like it below the radar. I mean, I'm pretty comfortable there. But now I'm here. I've put myself out there. I've said yes. I can't take it back. I don't really want to take it back. Now, I realize that most people can't or don't even want to make the choice to leave their job or career to pursue a dream. And I really believe that all of our yeses and experiences are unique and different. I just want to encourage you to think about what your yes this year might be. So here's the point of this podcast. Say yes. Stop waiting for the perfect time or to be perfectly prepared or to be the best. You don't have to be the best to add value. Just be willing to try. Now your yes might look different than other people's yes. Your yes might be a yes to rest or a yes to a new job or a yes to making more home cooked meals or a yes to workouts or a yes to a promotion or a yes to asking for a raise. Sometimes your yes might even go against what some people in your life want you to do. You should still do it. Just be willing to say yes when you feel the nudge to reach for something that's greater than what you feel like you are capable of today. Don't wait until you're not scared to do the thing you want to do. Fear can be a really powerful roadblock if we let it. Okay, so here's the activity I want you all to do. If you haven't read the book, The Crossroads of Should and Must by El Luna, I highly recommend it. One of the activities in the book is to make a what am I so afraid of list. This is literally a list of your fears, worst case scenarios and concerns, your everyone is going to laugh at me scenarios, 
trust me, just take the time to make the list. And once you have your list, go through it line by line and ask yourself, are these fears realistic or are they more like emotional fears? Next, write one action you can take to release each fear's hold on your life. It can be a small action like just choosing to think about something differently or limiting your contact with someone who drains you or makes you feel bad. Now, I really believe this is such an important exercise because so many times it's actually fear that holds us back. These fears are literally like invisible bars holding us hostage until we can address them and tell them to take a hike. A lot of times, actually, when I do this exercise with people that I'm coaching, they discover that most of their fears are actually emotional fears. And once we sort through those, they can let them go. And even the ones that are more realistic don't seem as big once you actually play them out and take control of them. You know, I heard the other day that there is actually a study out that says that only 8% of the things we are worried about are actually realistic concerns. Seriously, what a waste of energy to be spinning in circles worrying about things, or if you're like me, waking up in the middle of the night worrying about things that most likely will never happen. I want to leave you all with one, uh, one more quote this week. Just something to ponder. This one is from Nelson Mandela's 1994 inaugural speech, and I just love it. As we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Pretty powerful, right? So let's not hide our light. Let's not play too small. Let's liberate ourselves so that we can give others permission to do the same. Even if we don't feel ready, even though we aren't perfect, because imperfection wins. Thank you so much for listening today and letting me share my heart and experience with you. And if you are enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, or even leave a review on a platform or reach out to me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about next or questions that you have for me. I'd love to engage with you. Join me next time when we talk about knowing your unique value so that you know what to say yes to. And until then, have courage, be kind, and give yourself and others grace.